Hello, all you cosmic travelers and wanderers. This is Darlene Vandegrift and K. Melissa Waterman, inviting you to join us today in our episode of Expansion from Within, Exploring Multidimensionality. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about freedom. We're in our third season. Very exciting. Glad you're all joining us. You ready to go, Darlene? I am ready to go, Melissa. Let's define freedom. Let's talk about that a little bit. What sure. exactly is freedom? Because it's, we certainly talk about it all the time. So my thoughts on freedom is it's a it's an experience of having no judgment coming from the outside. It feels like it's more you have the the freedom to be and allow and integrate parts of yourself. So it freedom in that way feels like it's a it's a bigger concept of what freedom is. It's how how you would feel in the space of your life where you feel free. You don't feel confined. You don't feel like there's any restrictions on the outside. Like that's one, that's one way to, that I would view freedom. Um, and then the other is the experience that we have within ourselves. You know, are we free? Do we feel free within ourselves emotionally, mentally, spiritually that, that way? And that freedom it's just like a heart opening for me. That's how I experience freedom. There's no restriction in the heart space, in the willingness to love and be compassionate and empathic. We hear the word freedom, I think, the most around our government and around our flag and around this huge concept that we're free, that we're citizens who can make choices, that we have the right to freedom life, liberty, you know, pursuit of happiness. Well, that's but, the basis, right? That's the basis of what we're taught to believe. I just think that it's becoming more obvious how much maybe we don't have that much freedom or choice in our life. But we've be become used to being governed over or instructed or, you know, in some way where we're protected. So those freedoms tend to be more lax or they're not necessarily available because we have a protection that protects us about something, about something. So the freedom isn't isn't quite there. Yeah, it almost feels easier to define what isn't freedom, right? Like that I have to wear a seatbelt doesn't feel free to me. That I can right. get a ticket for not wearing my seatbelt when I'm a only person in my car, I'd like to sometimes not, right? Right. It's a free will choice of mine, whether I wear my seatbelt or not. And so it's a it's a very interesting topic because it's hard to define. Mm -hmm. It almost, what you described seems almost like a sense that we have in our being, a sense of freedom. We have a, we have a sense of like safety and freedom or contentment and freedom. Like it's the way it's described. It feels like we're comfortable in our skin when we're free. I would say it would start there. 
you know, I mean, that's the core. Everything comes back to how we interpret and our perception and, and everything, you know, like the work needs to happen within before you can work without, right? So, yeah, I believe that the freedom is a, is a felt sense, but then it's our perception of what freedom is too, right? Well, sure. And there's lots of things that like integrity, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of little strings on freedom. Like we're not free to, you know, go run around naked, say, right. you know, the police come and, and say, well, you're not free to do that. <laughs> unless it's in your own home maybe own home. right yeah. of course but not out on this not in a public place you're not free correct certain kinds of there's constraints all over the place on freedom in, in yeah. like a, boundaries and boundaries but, aren't necessarily a negative thing no i agree yeah no I, I don't i agree completely i guess you know if the evolves want us to talk about freedom and i think we especially as Americans really think freedom is very important. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be free. Why do you think it's important to the evolves? Like what's, what's this about that we need to be talking about freedom? I think it's a place like what they have said recently um, and why freedom came up is that it's something for us to hold on to as we're going through this time period of one, what does it mean to each one of us? And what can we hold on to about it that when we feel constricted, do we have a do we have a basis for what freedom feels like within ourselves? Right. So that we always hold on to that. So that as this, and they're saying that we're bringing in cosmic order. Right. So cosmic order um, is being more defined as we are feeling it. Right. So as it's as it's coming in, it has its own uh, parameter around freedom of what that means. It's not what we're used to. So if we hold on to the image of what freedom means to each one of us as we're going through this template of bringing in cosmic order, as we're going through this consciousness that's becoming more and more alive on the planet that it'll help us to ground in who we are individually by saying okay so freedom means this to me and freedom feels this to me Um, it's our emotional base of how we hold freedom because right now what's happening as I see it is that we are allowing our emotions to govern or guide us or (laughs) provoke us in some way, you know, like that freedom of speech, right? Our emotions push that in lots of ways. Like I need to speak about what my truth is and whatever. And that's one thing that's great to be able to speak your truth, right? Because that's part of that seven seeds is you want to work through that to speak your truth. But it's also means that if you speak your truth, you're not about condemning or judging or belittling or Uh, hurting someone else in you speaking your truth. There's not, oh, this is what's right for me. And that's wrong because you think this way or you believe that way or, you know, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to create separation. Speaking your truth can simply be speaking what you believe is true and allowing anything else to be okay, unless it's interfering with you, right? If it's hurting you in some way, right? Then we get into the action of that. 
right? Like what action do you need to take past the speaking your truth? If it's literally hurting you physically, emotionally, mentally, right? But I still think that that, that neutral place that the evolves always talk about, it's not about a non-action. It's about speak your truth, but don't condemn, condemn someone else unless there is, like try to have a conversation, try to have a deeper understanding. Doesn't make them wrong because, because then you would think that you were right. I'm right, you're wrong. That doesn't feel like freedom of speech. That feels like something else. Well, it, it, what I what I was going to say, what I think you're really talking about is that number one in the seven seats is integrity. And so you have to be able to speak your truth, but you, you have to have integrity in speaking your truth. You can't um, necessarily place your truth above someone else's truth and say, this is the truth. Everybody else is stupid. This is the truth. It's... Yes. We have to be in in some grander kind of balance so that we we speak our truth but honor other people's truths, acknowledge and respect um, other people and what their truths are, and then figure out how to come together. I think, but uh, it 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 can't be egoically based if if that's a way to put it. Like if my ego is out of whack and I, my truth is the truth and I get to say it and mine is better than yours, we're in that ego state that is selfish in service of the self rather in service of the divine. Right. And I think I think the ego really needs to be, that's part of our integrity is to check our ego and be sure that our ego is in service of the divine that resides within us. I'm making little gestures toward my chest like, the divine is within, Correct. of course, all around us as well. But but I mean, to check our ego in that integrity state would make it so we, when we speak, <clears throat> excuse me, we're speaking with integrity. We're saying our truth with integrity. And we have to look at, you know, we've talked about this before. It's like we have to look at what drives our truth, Right. Is it how we were raised? Is it our culture? Is it, you know, is it our experience in this lifetime? Is it our old history and our long lives? Like what really governs that place of telling our truth that might have a lot of ego to it? But where does that come from? I mean, that's our internal work, right? Of how do we know ourselves better by understanding where we have come from how we evolved in this particular body, how have our has our soul level evolved to get here and what's not finished and what needs to be addressed and where did our beliefs and where did our freedom or where did our speech come from? Where did our truth come from? Where did it originate from? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, very interesting. I think what you're, what we're talking about is how, how freedom and all of the kinds of freedom how how we can we can make choices that move us into awareness and awakening and into a centered sort of peaceful place that would be the idea is to bring us into <laughs> and to bring us into this place of resonance with calmness within ourselves while we speak our truth because even if you think of talking to somebody that is speaking their truth but they bombard you with 
it's going to feel like they think that they're right or they believe that they're right and you're wrong, even if they're not saying that, right? Right. So there's a way to become effective without being dramatic or traumatic with someone else, you know, like create trauma for someone else. There's a way to do that. There's a way to govern your emotional level so that you still speak your truth and you're heard most likely better in doing it that way. Because we've been, you know, you just take a case of how most people grow up. There's some kind of discipline. Sometimes there's abuse. There's, you know, there's that confinement. There's the restrictions as we grow up. So if you have somebody in front of you that is trying to speak their truth to you, but they're doing it in a way of yelling at you, or they're getting in your face in a way, they're in your energy field, they're some way invasive to you, you're not going to hear them and you're going to push back. That's where the conflict starts, right? Where the division starts. Well, it impedes on your freedom. If right. someone's yelling in your face, if they're saying their truth and it and it's presented in this forceful manner, mm -hmm. that now now my now my freedom is in jeopardy. My freedom to be my freedom to just be here and have my own opinion that might be different. I might be threatened. I might feel frightened and not be able to say what's really happening for me. When if, if a person can get to the neutral place mm -hmm. or at least be having it as a goal to mm -hmm. try to remain neutral, try to remain in integrity, keep the ego in check. Mm -hmm. Um, then 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 we're working toward freedom for each other, not just our own personal freedom, right? Not just our own personal freedom of speech. Because right. I think I, I see that in the media, like everyone's sort of yelling about their their need for freedom in a way that somehow impedes somebody else's. Well, they're always making somebody wrong, which means I must be right if they're wrong. Um, and there's that division, what is right and wrong, what is good and bad, you know, good and evil, all of that. There's that, there's, there's that delineation that we've created for ourselves. I mean, when you listen to the media and you turn on any kind of news program, like I can tolerate it for maybe five minutes and it feels like I'm being yelled at, you know, because they raise their voice. They have to have that trauma, that drama that's in between five people talking and, and all of that. And I think that's the normal way that it's set up because we're tuned in to listen to that. Like that becomes normal for us to listen. That's that bombarding. That's that invasion. We don't have the freedom to feel like we can listen to something and bring in information to be discerning. We are bombarded with that quality of how it's coming at us which I see is very restrictive. It's a lack of freedom of how to interpret or discern or to be available or to allow or any of that. It seems almost like we give away our power to a news source that we don't, yes. we give away our power to discern whether this is something that feels real or true. We put it on a pedestal somehow and we listen and, and agree without really discerning. I think some people anyway um, fall into that category and that's not freedom. Once we've given our power away, we've given a bit of our freedom away. Once we've subjugated ourselves, maybe unconsciously, that's not real freedom. No. And as I'm looking at it now, what comes up is that 
if we don't have a strong identity through integrity, mm -hmm. then anything that is put on us that would restrict our freedom that seems like they are overpowering enough, like they have they're they're more intelligent, they must know better. They look, they're beautiful. They must know better. You're like whatever we put on that because our identity is less than, according to us, then we become those followers where our freedom of speech is minimal because we want to, we want to be that person right. that is bigger and better and more beautiful and has power. And it doesn't matter anything else. It's just like, if we don't, if we're not strong in our identity, we kind of put that on that particular person or group or situation. Right. And we could have a whole episode on, or maybe we even have, on how to strengthen our identity or how to strengthen our core healthy ego state, our healthy, what I want to call adult ego state, that, that that's how we know, right? If we have resilience, if we are in a healthy ego then we can tell the difference. Then we have more of our own identity, more of our own power. Mm -hmm. We're not giving it away every way to Sunday. Um, but sometimes that's rough. If we've had a rough childhood, getting that kind of identity in line, getting our core self in line under our feet, so to speak, uh, in line, it's not like they're being bad and we got to get them in line, but it's like, how do we get our feet under our own self that's a trick um, here in the third dimension. That's that's rough. We're, most humans are walking around with quite a number of wounds that keep them from having that core really in good in a good good state. And, and that's mostly what we're seeing, right? And I was going to what I was going to say is people with power have it out of whack as well because they're they may have their ego is too strong, right? They, they may be um, a little on the narcissistic side or a little uh, too forthright and exerting power through that in order to feel healthy or feel like a good person when that's not any better. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just inflated, right? They're like, right. they're inflated around that. But you brought up something um, a couple minutes ago about what it takes, you know, to, like you said, to get, Yes, it is hard, you know, like you have to know yourself well enough. It's like, it's like being able to, um, like driving a car. When you first start driving a car, you're looking in the rear view mirror, you have the side mirrors, you know, you have your brake, you have your pedal. If it's stick shift, it's even more. And so by the time you really get used to that, which could take a couple weeks to a couple months, it becomes more integral. Right. But when you first start this process of trying to maintain some sort of neutrality and work with the seven seeds while you're in holding freedom in your body. Right. And speaking your truth, as we're talking about, like having that freedom of speech, it's really hard to navigate. Right. And you get to make mistakes and you get to keep practicing because it, you it, can. You get to self-reflect. I think that's the big one. Just keep self-reflecting and notice where it happened and not go into shame, but just be like, oh, oh, okay, I could do it differently next time, or I could be stronger here, or I could be less strong here. Um, I don't need to yell, say. <laughs> I can keep my voice at a normal pace. Right. Yeah. And And if you do that and you cross the line that you have given yourself about, boy, I, I could have done that better. 
if there was a woundedness that you created for somebody, hurt feelings or pushed them away or whatever you can identify, and you go back and you ask yourself, can I revisit that? Like, do I need to say I'm sorry to that person? Do I need to write them an email? Or, you know, if that's not possible, if that's something that you don't even know this person, maybe you're on a bus or a train or whatever, and you were really ticked off that day and you pushed them, you know, or whatever that is. But you look back on it and you go, wow, that was, you know, I was just really annoyed at that time and I, I shouldn't have done that. Um, it's about just acknowledging that, you know, so it's the it's the apology and the forgiveness of yourself as well as the other in, in some way, if that's if that's something that's happening. Right. So you don't. But if you can go back and correct it in any way, shape or form, it's always better in taking the energy out of it. Yeah. And if one falls into shame, the same behavior repeats. Yes. It's a it's a real like science fair project. Shame creates the same behavior you hate the most that across the board. Um, and so staying out of shame, identifying the difference between shame and guilt, being able to stay out of shame and just own a negative behavior and say, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that again. Here's how I'm going to do it different. I just want to say one thing about shame. Uh -huh. It's it's that place of when we talk about freedom of speech, it's also about freedom to express what's going on within you because shame builds when you don't talk about it. It sure does. Right. So, you yeah. know, you have the freedom for yourself to speak about what you're feeling in the moment with somebody that can be supportive or can be a good listener you know, um, friend, family, therapist, whatever that is that, you know, it's, it's that, it's that permission that you need to give yourself to talk about it. So it doesn't own you because that's another way of constricting and taking your freedom away is what you put out there, your belief systems about yourself that can find you. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Well, I think that's where we're going to stop today. Great. I think we'll continue this conversation about freedom. What do you think? Good idea? Yeah, I don't think we're near done yet. All right, great. I have the announcements for you. Here they are. You can contact Arlene at soulunion.com and you can contact me if you'd like at livingwellbeing.net. The Cosmic Travelers is a live event that happens on the third Sunday of each month. At this, always at this session, Everyone will participate in a guided interactive meditation directly with the Evolves. This is a very interesting event, and I highly recommend that you attend. You can contact soulunion.com to find out about the fee and how you get a link for that event on the third Sunday. I also want to say that when you're in this particular kind of meditation with the Evolves, you get information for yourself when 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 we say it's interactive we mean it you're actually getting specific information for your own growth i highly recommend it it's at the cosmic travelers session that happened in january that the whole point of freedom came up and got us going on this so it's pretty cool stuff please contact soulunion.com and submit your questions you know that we have YouTube channels, uh, both Darlene and I have. You can see it in the blurb that's written below where our YouTube channels are. But if you search our name on YouTube, you'll find it. And I think that's about all. We have a Facebook page too, Cosmic Travelers. 
on Facebook. Just search for it in groups. Yes. Do you have anything else? No, that's it. No, we're good. All right, have a great day. Remember, you know more than you know.